if you want. I don't want. In the slightest. I gesture to the TV. I picked that one. Have you seen it? Dean grimaces at the movie poster on the screen. For Christ's sake, that's what you chose? There are like three new horror movies we could watch. Or Jason Statham's entire filmography. No horror movies, I say firmly. I don't like to be scared. Fine, so let's do an action movie. I don't like violence. His cheeks hollow in frustration. Baby doll, I am not watching a movie about, he squints at the screen, a woman's life-changing journey after being diagnosed with a terminal illness. No fucking way. It's supposed to be really good, I protest. It won an Oscar. You know what else won an Oscar? Silence of the Lambs, Jaws, The Exorcist. He sounds smug. And they're all horror movies. We can argue about this all night, but I'm not watching anything with blood or sharks or explosions. Deal with it. Dean's teeth are visibly clenched. Then his jaw relaxes and he releases a heavy breath. Fine. If I have to suffer through this crap movie, I'm smoking a joint first. Whatever gets you through it, sweetie. He walks toward the doorway, grumbling something under his breath. Wait, I call after him. I quickly fish my phone out of my jacket pocket. Can you take this with you? I might give in to texting temptation if I'm left alone with it. He gives me a weird look. Who are you trying not to text? My ex. We broke up last night and he won't stop messaging me. There's a pause. You know what? You're coming with me. I barely have time to blink before Dean crosses the room and tugs me off the chair. When my feet connect with the hardwood floor, I lose my balance and stumble right into his massive chest, my nose bumping one defined peck. I quickly steady myself, armed with a glare. I was comfy, you ass. He ignores me, half leading, half dragging me to the kitchen. Since he didn't even let me grab my jacket, I start shivering the second we step through the back door. Dean's bare chest gleams under the patio light. He doesn't seem bothered by the cold, but his nipples pucker slightly in the chilly night air. Ugh, oh, you even have perfect nipples, I gripe. His lips twitch. Do you want to touch him? Ew, never. I'm just commenting that they're freaking perfect like totally proportioned to your chest. He peers down at his pecs and considers for a moment. Yeah, I am perfect. I need to remind myself of that more often. I snort. Right, because you're already not conceited enough. I'm confident, he corrects. Conceited. Confident. He pops open the small tin box he grabbed from the kitchen and I scowl when he extracts a neatly rolled joint and a zippo. Why am I out here? I grumble. I don't want to smoke weed. Sure you do. He lights up and takes a deep drag, then speaks through the escaping cloud of smoke. You're acting all jittery and weird. Trust me, you need this. This is peer pressure, you know. He holds out the joint, one eyebrow raised. Come on, baby.
he coaxes in a sing-song voice. Just one toke. All the cool kids are doing it. I can't help but laugh. Fuck off. Suit yourself. He exhales again, and the scent of marijuana surrounds me. I can't remember the last time I got high. I don't do it often, but honestly, if any night merits some weed-induced serenity, it's this one. Oh, fine. Give it to me. I stick out my hand before I can second-guess myself. Dean is beaming as he passes it over. That's my girl. But don't tell Wellesie. She'll kick my ass if she thinks I'm corrupting her best friend. I wrap my lips around the joint and draw the smoke into my lungs, trying not to laugh at the genuine apprehension on Dean's face. He's probably right to be afraid of Hannah. Girl's got a sharp tongue and she isn't afraid to use it.